0: 88.3 WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Located from the web at WCBN.org. 15 seconds remain. Hunwick has it. Forward to Tambellini. Tambellini, he'll shoot. Save there, and the rebound comes to Hunwick. Six seconds remain. Tambellini shoots and scores. It comes around to Jeff Tambellini at the near side circle with 5.3 seconds remaining. Tambellini gives the Wolverines a 6-5 lead. The Hop. It's the Hop, y'all. Soul, Funk, Latin, and Disco, OG Jams, spun every Wednesday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. by me, your host, Robert Wells.
1: Well, uh, it's uh, about 6.30 p.m., and you are listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, and welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. Uh, I suspect Jim will be here momentarily. Yeah, the traffic's a little heavier than normal for a Monday. I got some folks uh, probably trying to get out of Dodge with this... uh, sort of a uh, confused holiday weekend here in Ann Arbor. Yes, we have a football game on Saturday. I don't remember the last time we played Ohio State uh, at home over Thanksgiving weekend. It's been a while, so it'll be very interesting to see what happens with the students. Many of them gone, some of them maybe coming back early. It's going to be different in any event. Uh, kind of a Lively week in terms of international uh, events, um, an election in Spain, uh, continuing violence in Syria. um, Renewed violence in Egypt, the uh, military uh, dictatorship, if you want to call them that, uh, is uh, back in action in Tahrir Square. And uh, protests seem to be erupting everywhere, some good, some not so good problems here at home with the uh, Occupy Wall Street and p- pepper spray it seems to be
0: uh, mm, incapacitating.
1: unnecessary uh, uh, tactic by the, uh, well, the police here and there. And uh, yes, the Occupy Wall Street uh, movement can uh, protest, but they cannot camp. And, of course, they're not actually occupying Wall Street. They tend to be occupying uh, public parks. And, interestingly, in London, England, a big controversy just a month ago, uh, the Archbishop, or not the Archbishop, the deacon or whatever of St. Paul's Cathedral ended up resigning after he allowed uh, protesters to sort of occupy St. Paul's Cathedral, a very famous tourist attraction in London that did survive the Nazi bombing uh, designed by Christopher
0: Wren. Well, it's always funny when uh, church officials find themselves uh, in hot water by fully enacting the teachings of the founder of that religion. Yeah, it Inter- <laughs> happened a lot in the 80s in Central and South America.
1: Yeah, interesting that the guy that resigned was the one sympathetic
0: to the uh, actual uh, goals.
1: Little, and message. A little
0: too Christian for the financial backers of yeah, the church, power. That's
1: what's ironic. And of course, the protests themselves are sort of a mixed bag. You know, it's quite interesting. Uh, there's been a two part series uh, in um, the New York Review of Books by Michael Greenberg in Zuccotti Park that goes into the uh, origins of the movement. Uh, Interestingly, this uh, thing started out by, uh, as as he puts it, it was hatched up by Adbusters, a nonprofit media organization founded in Vancouver,
0: uh, British Columbia. Um, It's an interesting magazine. It's uh, largely uh, comprised of work done by people who were once in or thought they wanted to be part of the marketing and advertising agency. Mm -hmm. So it's very graphically savvy. A lot of fake ads, you know uh, teaching messages about the duplicity of marketing and advertising so it's
1: yeah, and it's interesting by the way that the internet is being polluted by advertising and problems with you know the pop- up ads and uh, you know following what you what websites you go to it's it's all kind of spooky in in, in an odd way um, obviously, this past week a judge officially ruled that uh, camping. Was not illegal, and of course, some of these protest movements sort of resemble a kind of a Grateful Dead concert. Um, you know, the pounding of drums and and whatnot. And I think that uh, there's been some alienation, I think, with the public over some of the tactics, regardless of the message. Interesting to see that public uh, sort of public opinion polls on the matter show that about forty-five percent of Americans sympathize with the. Uh, Occupy Wall Street movement, and only 30 uh, percent uh, sympathize with the Tea Party. Um, and politics is very interesting because it's, uh, it, you know, diagrammically, uh, it, it can be perceived as both a, a linear thing uh, in terms of far left, far right, but also a circular thing in which uh, sometimes the far left and far right are somewhat unified in uh either message or tactics or beliefs. And I think that it's interesting that Ron Paul, um, continuing to stay sort of steady in the polls. He always seems to be in third place. Interestingly, he's never Mitt Romney and he's never not Romney, which, uh, we can, I guess, jokingly spell K N O T because <laughs> there does seem to be a, uh, rather large constituency of the GOP that, uh, is not Romney, and doesn't want to see Romney in there, and they certainly uh, are willing to uh, put a noose around his head. So think of that knot, and then think of the uh, double entendre. Romney, not. Anyway, uh, Newt Gingrich has had his little uh, foray back into the spotlight. Uh, There are no second acts in life, according to F. Scott Fitzgerald, and uh, indeed there might not be.
0: Well, one could also argue that uh, Newt Gingrich has been nothing but an act. Mm -hmm. I mean, what does the man really stand for or believe in? Um, He's a carnival barker. He's a carnival barker, and the number one product uh, is Newt. And, of course, whether it's his books or his lecture series or his uh, dynamic pack or it's a beautiful getaway to sunny Greece or whether it's getting a million dollars from The same organizations that he criticizes and condemns, Fannie Mae, Fannie. Mm -hmm. And and the Chamber of Commerce. I think it's fascinating that he's turned
1: out to be quite a a, a well-heeled and well-paid lobbyist. Uh, What Newt was doing uh, for the services is anybody's guess. But uh, he's certainly an expert in uh, Fannie's indeed he is and of course may i fanny your fanny <laughs> maybe that's why they hired him and of course now he uh was able to, to dismiss that criticism with uh <clears throat> i'm a historian for fanny mac freddie mac I, I can never uh it's freddie mac fanny may but uh Nude seems to have been involved with both of them <laughs> one way or another
0: Yeah, and of course this is the guy who uh, was secretly engaged in an illicit extramarital affair while his first wife was you know, suffering from cancer and while he was on the other side of his mouth condemning uh, Bill Clinton for similar dalliances. But uh, I find this quote by uh, Chris Chocula, who we've talked about before down here on Gray Matters, the uh, head of the so-called Club for Growth. Um, it comments this about Newt's uh, meteoric rise, bouncing back in the polls, as the headline says in the uh, Financial Times, November 16th. Chris Chocula, I refuse to say Chocola, <clears throat> said that Mr. Gingrich could probably survive uh, negative publicity. Quote, when the glare of the spotlight is turned on him, either there is going to be so much there and people won't care or he is going to be able to use it to show that he's not a fresh face. Hello. Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) Either people will see all the baggage and go, I don't care. Or they'll say, oh, well, he's got so much baggage that it's clear he knows what he's doing because he's been around a while. He's got so much weird baggage. Uh, This is the most bizarre response to the difficulty of having negative baggage in one's train. I've ever heard. So uh, brain damage award for Chris Chocula. Uh, He's spinning it pretty hard, but there's no traction on that argument.
1: Well, his baggage seems to even have baggage at the end of the day. It's it's a kind of an escalating uh, continuing problem with the guy and scandals and ethical uh, obtuseness, to say the least. Uh Gingrich has obviously gone up in the polls because others have simply gone down. That's essentially it. Perry has sort of disintegrated and uh He's fallen off his burrow a number of times. <laughs> yeah, and Kane He thought he was getting on the white horse, can't, but um
0: uh, Yeah, Kane not, not, not able not to be not my, to be able to mount that horse <laughs> right. My favorite Kane quote from the last week was ah, I got all this stuff twirling around in my head. Yes. And it's can't. complicated.
1: Well, he's he needs to read the job description of uh, the presidency because he obviously doesn't know anything about foreign policy. And uh, I, I, I don't know if this is the edition of it, but uh, perhaps it is. Oh, yes, wonderful, wonderful. I found the Calvin Trilling ah. deadline poet uh, ah. refrain on Herman Cain, which I think is quite good. So I'll read it just because it's a couple of lines here. We've spent a month—this is in the, uh, I believe, the most recent nation magazine. Yeah, that's on newsstands right now. The November 28th edition. The pundits contemplate Herman Cain. We've spent a month of this campaign in trying daily to explain the steady rise of Herman Cain. Through willingness to risk a strain in every muscle of the brain, we've laid out all we think germane. To help the public ascertain why Cain consistently can gain, despite some charge a moral stain, support that doesn't seem to wane, no matter how we all complain, that thinking voters might ordain for Cain a four year White House reign is truly to be blunt insane. So far our work has been in vain calvin trilling deadline poet of the nation magazine um yeah i think kane is uh not able he's he's finished Bachman's had her uh rise and fall in fourteen minutes i think for her she gets worse every week uh with her uh insane pronouncements uh the most recent i just was <laughs> i i commented about it last week about the uh c i a uh Taking marching orders from the ACLU, that oh. is it, just, <laughs> that's out there, that's out there in the moon landing. Right, yeah, vampires, werewolves, <clears throat> and other. Well,
0: I can't remember the name of the S.A.S. who to uh, compose this piece, uh, <clears throat> which I read online at counterpunch.org last week, Alexander Coburn's sort of online uh, political journal. I don't think he's uh, affiliated with the Nation magazine anymore, does he still have a... He has column, a column.
1: Uh, it doesn't appear as frequently. It's beat I've the s- devil. I've um, seen it, um, longstanding um, column, but haven't recently. seen it recently. You
0: have, okay. Yeah. Well, because I subscribe, but okay, it, he might be on a <clears throat> on a break or something at the moment. Because I, I did read one recently. Okay. Um, I don't always agree with him, but I admire his style and uh, often uh, agree with his sort of pithy comments on things but uh, his online uh, maybe he's on a book tour with sure. Christopher Hitchens. Oh. <laughs> well, Christopher Hitchens has been diagnosed with yeah, a serious yeah, illness yeah. so and, and sort and of had Hitchens a falling is a guy, out. is
1: a guy that uh, left the nation Indeed. magazine over uh, his surprising support for the Iraq war. Uh, but Hitchens is a brilliant intellectual uh well worth reading his uh Particularly his book reviews, I think, Well, uh, I've read over the yeah, years. Yeah,
0: and I would argue strongly for Hitchens. Uh, Exposé of Mother Teresa is, I think, uh, must-reading for anybody um, uh, who wants to be able to better articulate a critical response to organized religion and hypocrisy. But anyway, uh, Alexander Coburn's website, counterpunch.org, had a piece last week in which the essayist uh, at the helm was arguing that— uh, Financial support for people like Kane and Perry and Bachman uh, coming from organizations like the Koch brothers who, of course, fund the Tea Party. Uh, clearly, the positions staked out by some of these candidates are incompetent at best, insane at the worst. <clears throat> but that the far right fundraising machine is not really interested in sanity or rationale. or even at the end of the day, any kind of solution for the problems the country's facing, they're simply anti-government. Yeah. And all they want to do is run the biggest lunatic that they can scrape off the, you know... Yeah, reality television almost. Reality Mm -hmm. television is exactly what it's descended to. And, um, hey, what the heck, let's throw enough money behind them, see if we can get them elected, and... uh, Actual, real approaches to uh, legitimately solving the nation's problems. We wash our hands of it anyway, because we just want government to turn its back and allow corporations to have an unregulated romp over what remains of the uh, terrain. Yeah, and the thing is also with Gingrich
1: is it shows that experience counts. I mean, he actually is an elected official. He's got a lot of experience. In the debates, he does come across... um, in a professional manner, he's not out there with Kane and Bachman, in my opinion. in, in terms of wackiness, um, he himself is wacky enough. His character makes up for his uh, his thinking. But I always love the uh, the intellectuals who say, "Well, we've got to have Gingrich because he's a he's a thinker. He's a he's an ideas man, and he's a futurist." Uh, I've I've heard that word used to describe his candidacy. Futurist. Well, that
0: was his famous... Uh, well, he was. He bought into in the love with Albert. El- Elvin Toffler, uh, the future, future shock. Yeah, future, of course, the futurists future shock, future were sort wave, yeah. of proto-Italian Three fascists. Books. It was an art movement that glorified war as mankind's highest artistic achievement. And while some of the futurists uh, had some interesting things to say about noise as music and sound as music and so forth, and the art they generated was was somewhat admirable, uh, the political worldview of uh f t marinetti and and the those futurists was proto fascist so I've not read the elvin Toffler book, so I can't really say uh that much about what Newt saw in them um uh, but they they were quite popular yeah and and late seventies yeah and and
1: I think there was future shock future wave uh, I think there were two of them mm-hmm. as i recall um, and you know Newt will probably. Do respectably in Iowa, I don't think he'll win, but he might do well enough to hang in there, uh, maybe banking on uh, a good performance in South Carolina. I don't see him uh, lasting that much longer. His campaign seems to be in significant uh, financial straits. I'm sure his uh, donations have improved since the sort of subsequent domino uh, collapse of of bachman perry and now kane
0: well you assume that he's gathered uh, together a new staff i mean his staff quit en masse yeah because of tiffany's uh, credit line and yeah. i think now we
1: understand why he had a credit line at tiffany's seems to have been a show for all sorts of well-heeled uh, uh business interests so to speak um it's interesting, of course, today the big news is the is the so-called collapse of the super committee and the fact that they can't come up with an agreement, which I personally think is very good for the Democrats, not necessarily politically. Uh, this, of course, was a farce from day one. This was kicking the can down the road. Yeah. Let's face it, the budget cuts weren't even going to go into effect until 2013. Fascinating to see... Uh, the law firm of uh, McCain and—which, uh, by the way, rhymes with Cain. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, McCain and uh, Lindsey Graham back in action uh, calling to—we uh, w- can't allow those Pentagon budget cuts to actually go through. Uh, I have been an advocate of the Democrats just not compromising unless there are, there, there was going to be revenue. And that, of course, turns out to be the stumbling block, the inside game on this is, I think, fairly clear. I think there was at least one Republican uh, in that uh, group of six because there were a total of 12 people on the committee, three from each uh, member, uh, each branch of the uh, Congress, Senate and the House, from each party. I suspect that one of the Michigan congressmen might have been willing to make some compromises or perhaps even Pat Toomey because Pat Toomey kind of came out, uh, former president for the Club of Growth, Mm -hmm. a uh, anti-government lobbying organization to say the least, uh, was actually willing to uh, include some tax uh, increases in in the compromise plan. But it's quite clear that something was clearly leaked. Uh, to the media, because as soon as the, there was any word that the Republicans might be willing to compromise, that impish, gnomish Grover Norquist came out of the woodworks. And what's troubling about America at this point is not uh, government, because government is uh, you know, besotted with all kinds of problems. Some are are fixable and some are not. But uh, what's fundamentally uh, problematic at this point is that you have 230 members of Congress that have taken an oath to Grover Norquist, not to the United States Constitution. Indeed. At the end of the day, it is Congress's job to make these quote unquote tough decisions that they can't make. And if you're going to cut taxes, you know, Article 1, Section 8, uh, I should have my little copy of the Constitution with me. Alas, I don't. But that is the power to tax and spend. And I seem to remember that the power to tax precedes the power to spend. The Republican Party is just the opposite. They want to cut taxes and spend.
0: Yeah, unlike the uh, longstanding uh, epithet hurled against Democrats is, oh, tax and spend. Republicans are just spend and
1: cut taxes. Which, in some cases, may, in fact, be rational fiscal policy, but if all they're doing is what they've been doing for the last 30 years, actually more than 30 years now, because it's always important to remember that Proposition 13 in California uh, occurred in 78. Howard Jarvis, mm-hmm. this was one of these uh, little tiny waves that Ronald Reagan was able to uh, somehow get a, a loft on a surfboard. Uh, maybe fonzie was involved maybe there was some riding the shark i don't know, <laughs> jumping the shark don't know exactly what was going on out there in sunny sunny california with ronald reagan but um this this uh, ta- uh this this tax movement uh, proposition 13 which created this Supermajority situation for California, in which
0: they cannot raise taxes unless they get 60 votes. That has crippled California right, ever There's since. no more libraries anymore. School budgets are disastrous. Uh, infrastructure's failing.
1: California in education, this is fascinating in terms of education achievement, before Proposition 13th ranked third in the nation. They now rank in the bottom five. They're down there with the other... Uh, Mississippi. Mississippi conservative Republican states like Mississippi and Alabama, Louisiana, these, these kinds of places. And it, it's had a devastating impact on the economy of California um, at the end of the day because these budgets are just in sort of permanent disarray. Mm-hmm. There's uh, nothing but budget cuts occurring. Uh, the austerity measures, of course, are, you know, we're, yeah, we're in the same boat as Greece and Spain, Spain just had a, an election over the weekend, in which uh, a man named Rajoy, who uh, everyone remarked, kind of won the campaign because he was boring. <laughs> um, <coughs> one uh, these are the these are the so-called conservative, uh, uh, the, the cons- right slightly right of center uh, party. And it's interesting, when you read an analysis of the, uh, the measures that the socialists took in, uh, in Spain over the last year, Zabatero, of course, came into power as a result of a political blunder by the previous conservative government in Spain um, over the uh, Madrid bombings. Mm-hmm. If you recall, um, let's see, his name was Jose Maria Anzar. Uh, was the dominant government uh, in Spain from 1996 when, frankly, the the housing bubble, the bank problems in Spain really began. Zabatero took over because uh, uh, Jose Maria Anzar tried to blame the uh, Madrid bombings on the Basques, Mm -hmm. and that proved to be pretty much a false, a falsehood of major proportions uh, because it did turn out to be an Al-Qaeda operation. Why was al-Qaeda attacking Spain, the trains, on the plane, running Spain? (laughs) Uh, Well, we won't go down uh, that that route. Mainly on the plane. Mainly on the plane. But um, they were bombed because Spain participated in the Iraq invasion of uh, Bush. Uh, Spain was one of the major members of the Coalition of the Willing. The small handful Zabatero, of course, got Spain out of the war uh, as quickly as possible, uh, as quickly as practicable. And it's interesting when you actually read the analysis, uh, the article in the Wall Street Journal from last Friday, about the measures that Zabatero uh, has taken over the last year. I'll just read this article by Jonathan House. Although he lacked a parliamentary majority, Mr. Zabatero was able to deliver all measures he promised last year including public sector wage cuts, labor mar- a labor market overhaul that lowered the country's high cost of dismissal, and a pension overhaul that uh, raised Spain's statutory retirement age for, uh, to 67 from 65, still the socialist premier, had been a half-hearted reformer, publicly acknowledging that he would never have taken the measures in the absence of tremendous outside pressure. Well, what's the tremendous outside pressure? It's the bond market, mm-hmm. the infamous bond market that's uh, so troubling. And uh, it will be interesting to see, of course, this farce in Washington regarding the collapse of the super committee. <laughs> Is it, is anybody going to criticize the, the uh, you know downgrade America's debt further? I kind
0: of doubt it because the euro is in such dire straits at the moment. Well, I think the expectations for the super committee to actually accomplish anything were so low yeah. that this is not unexpected. Not unexpected. Uh, professionals say, oh, it was already priced into
1: the market. Yeah. Well, the stock market did go down significantly uh, today, and it may continue. It's uh, down, a downward slide because, uh, as it turns out, the... Redeeming quality of the American economy, despite all of its problems, is we can print money. We do have a central bank. Europe is having this problem mm-hmm. uh, that they don't have a strong European central bank that can deal with this, uh, these disparate problems in all of these different countries. Spain's problems, of course, are very different from Greece and uh, Italy. Italy. Um, we've seen those governments taken over by technocrats. And oddly, by guys named Mario. Well, I guess what well, I, I guess the European Central Bank was taken over by a guy by Mario. But yeah, Berlusconi, the man with the fake hair, fake face, and the retinue of hookers, and <laughs> the 17-year conservative reign in Italy. Well, that's over, uh, as we recently discovered. Uh, he did not survive the latest vote of confidence. Spain, oddly enough, has significantly less debt than the United States. Its main problem is that it has still a banking problem, a housing oversupply of housing, and a mortgage problem similar to the United States, and a very, very high unemployment. Mm. Greece and Spain's, or Greece and Italy's problems, interesting because our uh, form of government uh, is is somewhat derived from the concepts of ancient Greece and ancient Rome. We believe in democracy, but we're also a three branch tribunal republic which means we elect representatives to presumably make tough decisions which they can't do
0: well we elect them to make decisions on our behalf <coughs> not and as, grover yeah. norquist
1: yeah and as john Kerry put it so well we are not a tax cutting committee <laughs> we are a budget right deficit reduction committee you cannot reduce the deficit by cutting taxes it's just the opposite whether or not taxes cutting taxes creates jobs, I've always said it depends what kind of taxes. That's the real issue. But it is Congress's job to determine what those taxes should be, which ones benefit societies, and which ones don't. It's interesting. I just re, uh, began rereading um, the brilliant political science uh, sort of Bible almost called Politics, Parties, and Pressure Groups by V.O. Key. This was sort of considered one of the great political science works of the 20th century that explain politics regarding the importance of political parties and interest groups, pressure groups Mm -hmm. on the system and on the the, the system of democracy that we have. I think it's particularly relevant in in connection with the uh, Occupy Wall Street situation, the Tea Party situation. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Newt Gingrich's situation,
0: lobbyist extraordinaire. The revolving door doesn't have time to hit me in the butt, because I like the big boy sign on the pedestal. I'm always spinning around. Yeah. <laughs> Want to see what Newt Gingrich is doing in
1: college? Go up to Plymouth and Green and look outside the, the red roof. And <laughs>
0: there he is. Hamburger in hand. Overalls. Well, one hopes that the fallout of this failure of the super committee will be a sort of an increased awareness on the part of the average American who doesn't have any inside connections like Mm -hmm. Grover Norquist. I resent the fact that Grover Norquist has sort of sullied the name of my favorite Sesame Street Muppet. The delightful Grover the monster. Uh, I'm inclined to agree with uh, Alan Simpson, a uh, Republican who uh, denounces Grover Norquist as either a megalomaniac or an egomaniac. I'll go a step further and say, I think the guy's a sociopath. Yeah, there you go. I mean, this guy is famous for having once said that it wasn't a matter of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. He wanted to... Drowned the baby. Yeah, strangle that was, it. Strangled the baby. That <laughs> in was the bathtub. His, in the bathtub. That was his yeah. metaphor for reducing the size of government. This is a sick and twisted individual, and why Republicans are in thrall to such an ideological nutbag uh, is beyond me. He's